What's up, what's up everybody? It's a special edition of Out of Bounds. Today is Thursday, 6 o'clock. And we're here. It's me, Carlo Kellum. We're here to bring you the news and everything else. It's the latest in sports in this off-season. Um, and in case you were wondering, we were just brought in by the meters. I like that, man. It's pretty funky. Hey, man. It's, you I know, dig it. You know, when you first said it, man. We say the sissy strut. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't know what to think when you first said that, man. But it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a sissy strut, man. It's a, yeah. All, so, so what is the sissy musician. strut? Is it a dance or what? I don't know. I think it was probably like back in the 70s. Ah, okay. You and know, I guess the like, word kind of evolved from there to now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like sissy Houston. and. But, hey, a little bit of NFL news. Off season stuff is a couple, a couple. Man, it's been things. a lot of off season news. Yeah. It's probably been the most entertaining off season we've had in a long time. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, first Josh Gordon today is uh, Justin Blackman. Um, you know, he was they opened up his cars like Cheech and Chong. Why? Well, like first thing I said when I first saw that story is why was he driving? Get know. a driver. I don't get in a limo. Man. I mean, come on, guys. They should be smarter now. Yeah, I mean, he's still not reinstated for this year. Yeah, he's man. working on it. So now know. they have a situation with him, and then the kid from Cleveland. You know kid how they going? How they going to uh, handle these two situations? Especially since uh, what's the arbitrator going to do? Especially since uh, Jim Irsay hasn't been disciplined. Yeah, Jim Irsay, yeah, right. Yeah, the commissioner Goodell. This is yeah, he's in a sticky situation right now. Yeah. How he's going to penalize these individuals? Sticky, icky situation. <laughs> no pun intended. And then plus, you got your on the other end of the spectrum. You know, these guys are substance abusers. We got the uh, woman Chronic. abusers. Chronic. Well, not yeah, chronic no, habitual, excuse me. Habitual Habil, abusers. Habitual abusers. Habitual chronic. Well, yeah, chronic. Well, long term. Synonyms. Yeah. I don't know if people know chronic actually just means long term. Yeah, I mean, it's taking on a whole new meaning lately. The but uh, thank you, Dr. Dre. And But what about your man, what's his name, Ray Rice, man? Yeah, man, I'm disgusted by that whole left, scenario. right, Ray Rice. I mean, just the fact he only gets two game suspension. He hit it with yeah. a two piece in the biscuit, man. Yeah, man, that's 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 a that's the worst decision or one of the worst decisions Goodell's made. Well, I it mean, should be had. It should be he should be suspended for a year. You know what? And Where are the women's women's rights groups? They haven't said anything yet. You know what? And I was just thinking that I'm like, okay, hold on. We 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 hold dogs in higher esteem. Than women. I mean, you know, because he, 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 okay. And true enough, he didn't, he pled not guilty. He married the lady and um, he's in some type of pretrial diversion. Uh, you know, his lawyer got him in that quick, you know, I guess just keep on, you know, counseling to say sorry. And yeah, I think what saved him is his first voice. Huh? This is his first offense, as far as my knowledge. His first uh, documented offense, <laughs> right? Offense, yeah. I mean, because the way he was dragging it, he was dragging it. I mean, he's dragging it like Captain Caveman, yeah. man. Like he, <laughs> like he was like, "Hey, girl, I did this to you last week." You know, come on, it's it's crazy, man. You know, you can't take a punch. <laughs> I mean, apparently, I don't know. I've never seen the tape. But apparently, there was some footage of him actually uppercutting her. <laughs> 
Did he give it like what was that? What was that? What was, what was that? Street Fighter guy, a Yuka or whatever. Tomorrow, Yuki. <laughs> man, I mean, you, hold on, man. You're, but you, you, I mean, his. You have some specific background, not on beating women, but you're a Golden Glove boxer, right? Yeah, I was it back in the day. Back in the day, I participated. You participated. Um, not saying that I was good. You were. I, I mean, you're, but you know, you're. Uh, you you might not be a veteran, but you were better than a lot of the rest. So, Ray, I mean, it's an uppercut, man. That stuff hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, yeah. <laughs> some serious. Hitting you under your jaw, make your brain rattle. And this guy is like, you know, what is he about five foot eight? He's about nine, five two. Uh, five. <laughs> and that's worse because he's, he's already he's already under him in her. person. First thing, he looks like a dwarf. You know, I've seen him in person oh, before. Really? Man. Yeah, he's, he's just like a big block. Yeah, he's a big, right? yeah, big he's all button guy. legs. Yeah, pretty much. But he's already under her. So he's like got all well, he doesn't have to bend down. He's that's got the, all That's the best momentum. move for a guy that, oh, yeah. that height is the uppercut. No doubt. A la Mike Tyson. I mean, it's just straight power. And she's getting drug we drug dragged out of I mean, it's just it's he, he's five eight, he's five eight two twenty, by the way, guys. Yeah, I, yeah, I figured he was five. I didn't call us at five two. <laughs> when I saw him, he looked like he was about five two. <laughs> he was just playing, man. He looked like a dwarf. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's it's just hard. I know two two games, man. It's okay. You get a whole season for weed, right? <laughs> or or HDH or HGH, whatever stuff is called. And you and, you know in other sports you get KC. a whole season for THC and what KGB and EAS that's the stuff Shannon Sharp and uh, Bill Romanowski used to do right and knock people's eyeballs out of socket <laughs> but um so you get a whole season for that but you just get two games for whooping a woman pretty much that's, that's what they're saying that's and, the, and that's you the get message a wife. that the NFL is sending and you get a wife yeah he murdered her. <laughs> he, yeah he gets a two game vacation wow. That's just, I mean, that's just on a social level. I mean, is anybody, I mean, you know, what is, yeah, and like you said. those two what games, it's not going to hurt the team too bad. So it really doesn't, it really yeah, doesn't hurt just, the team at all. He could play in the preseason. He misses the first two games. So he's going to come in fresh. It's not like, you know, he's not missing training camp or anything like that. He gets to practice, but he just, uh, I guess he misses those two game checks. And, um, I mean, that's going to hurt his household. I wonder if his wife is going to yell at him about that. Probably not. Probably not. I don't think so. She, yeah. But uh, I mean, it's, it, it, I, I don't know, man. I mean, what's what's is in yeah, Like you said, the, what is that national organization of women? Nobody's like, nobody's up in arms like Peter was when Mike uh, Vic did. You know, supposedly, well, he made. He, I don't even know if he actually did anything to the dogs. He just made that. Uh, he just made the the the, the atmosphere available, or whatever. To, to do whatever they did to the dogs. Does anybody even know the dog's name? People love dogs more than people. People. Like me, I'm not an animal lover. You know, I think what he did was wrong, of course. But I'm a seafood I, I'm not, lover. I'm not an animal lover, so I really, I'm not that connected to the whole, I'm not that emotional about the situation like some people are. But you're, 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 you love, but then again, you, who's you the love cat? your wife, Pe- you love women, right? Pe- Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez. He was caught in a cockfight. El Presidente? In, Mex- in Mexico, I believe, or somewhere. Wherever he's from, Cuba, I don't know where he's from. No, nah, he wasn't Cuba because he went back to come back. Well, they have cockfights. Wherever he's from, Colombia. I don't know where Pedro's from. Yeah. Maybe we can clarify, clarify that in a minute. But he was spotted. I think he's from Dominican. He seen, yeah, he was seen on tape at a cockfight. Dominican is the correct answer. And, and nobody said anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Cock. So I, that's inhumane. <laughs> well, maybe they didn't just. just <laughs> 
I don't know, man. Maybe they didn't want to use cockfight in a sentence. So I guess because we eat birds, I don't know. But then again, dogs are delicacy. We don't eat roosters. Dogs are delicacy in some parts of the world. We don't eat game cocks. <laughs> or do we? I don't oh, know. Hey, man. Hey. They don't have any meat on them. I don't know. Chicken, I, the yeah. chicken, chickens. I like thighs myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like chicken because they're juicier, man. The, the breasts are like all dried out and stuff. But um, yeah, cock. Uh, oh, he was at a cock. No, I missed the whole story. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was in a cock fight and what? He yeah, got he suspended. Was, no, he didn't get suspended. They didn't do anything. Oh, okay, so but he was on tape at a cock fight and okay, they did so, nothing about it. This is like a year or two after Michael Vick. Maybe a little so. Bit women, women. You don't get. You get two games for women. No games for cock fights. And whole season for dog fights. Yeah. Well, jail, but, no prison but, for jail. But th- federal this may, prison. This for may dog hurt fights. them a little bit because their first two games of the season, the Ravens, their conference games, Cincinnati and, and Pittsburgh. They weren't going to win those anyway. I don't know. Probably, but, but hurt this conference game. So that does. Well, yeah, Andy it, Dalton's in the it, game. It does so kind of hurt might. the team that he's missing those conference games. It could come back and bite them if they lose both of them. By the way, Vic it was could. a six-game suspension officially by the NFL, and well, it was 2008 when Pedro Martinez's cockfighting incident occurred. In the Dominican Republic, where it is legal but illegal in 48 states, not in all 50 states. It's still inhumane. It is, but it is legal in the place it occurred. It's inhumane to do that. If you gamble in Vegas, should uh you get arrested for because you gambled in Las Vegas when you were land in California where it's illegal? Just like great. Well, I mean, racing greyhounds inhumane. Ray Rice hadn't been uh, left, right, Ray Rice. You mean? Which, by the way, is my favorite new nickname. Left, right, right. (laughs) He hadn't been convicted of anything. No, Goodell. I mean, but he's famous for that. Goodell will like what is hypocrisy. He picks and choose his battles. Yeah, yeah, he picks yeah and that them. too. He'll discipline you without you being adjudicated in the court of law. Like you mentioned, Jim Irsay had a walking, you know, had a had a Walgreens pharmacy in his trunk. Yeah, and he's yet to be even, you know, suspended or even punished in any way. Even though technically he's Goodell's boss, if you come down to the grand scheme, of on things. top of stacks yeah. on stacks like, on stacks yeah. on stacks on stacks, stacks of money. Now with, with black men, Gordon, no, it was their second woman. offenses though. They had been busted once before, so it was at least a second offense for them. And the one they don't even talk about before they Brandon. got suspended for the year. Yeah, that was their second. This is Blackman's third offense. Yeah, he likes weed. <laughs> yeah, he, he came in smoking. He might have been a thoroughgood and uh, and uh, half baked when I heard the story. But, I just figured him going to like rehab. He's thoroughgood. And, and nobody talks about the Earth Save the Dead Woman Found. Yeah, nobody talks dead, about right. that. That was the a story that we brought up, but I haven't heard about any other news outlets. You want to see a dead body? <laughs> Earth Save. Ask Bob Earth Save. I don't they know. They figured man. he was just high on pills. He's just seeing things. That's why they ignored it. Man, I don't. I don't know, man. This guy. I mean, you know, Goodell. Here's the thing. He better come. I think he should come. He's going to have to come down hard on Earth Save. I think harder than uh, uh, the Clippers. Harder owner? than Nevada. What's well, oh, what's his that? name? Uh, Donald Sterling. Yeah, I forgot. That thing's still going yeah. on, right? Yeah, he's suing. Oh, he's it, suing his wife for six in the NFL. I mean, the NBA for like six. What do you call it? Like a pig or something? Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's a he disgusting. I don't know what he did, but um, he called us something. I don't know what it was, but um, Doc. Oh yeah, speaking of that, Doc Rivers. Is saying I don't know if I want to coach for the Clippers anymore. Is it too little, too late, or what, man? I think he should have. You know, come on, Doc. He Doc's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, he got. He, he, he got to get another LA. year. Yeah, he loves L.A., man. Like, what's that guy? What's that song? Randy Newman. He loves L.A., man. And 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 did you see? Yeah, I saw his apartment, a condo, or whatever they call it up there. It's nice, and uh, I don't think he's giving that up anytime soon. Whose condo? Doc Rivers. Oh, you saw his condo. 
on the on the thing on right. on TV, right. man. Okay. On you know MTV okay. Cribs, right. the MTV man. Cribs. Okay, yeah, something like that. Oh, I thought you inside had some type stuff. Of, some type of inside stuff. Are either one of those no. Bill shows? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hannah, who is Hannah on that Storm show? and Amad Rashad? Was it Hannah Storm? Was yeah. it Hannah Storm on there? And Amad Rashad, the okay. former wide receiver. Uh, I thought it was Summer Sanders. Michael nah. Jordan's personal suck up for interviews. Oh Amad yeah, Rashad. yeah. Yeah, nobody's around. Uh, there's no Ahmad Rashad's anymore. It's that who's that the fat white dude that, that knows LeBron? Who's that? I forgot. Oh his yeah, name. he's the one that followed. He came out of nowhere. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, this is LeBron inside yeah. on LeBron. Yeah, he, I'm like, what? LeBron's yeah. running around with a fat white dude. I don't think it's a good point. No one has their own Ahmad <laughs> Rashad like Jordan. Even even James doesn't. That's actually an interesting point. I guess Brett Favre had Ed Water a little bit during his comebacks constantly from NFL. Ed Water kept following him around at high Yeah, he went from like because he was like he's the Dallas guy, but then he's like. Brett Favre's personal guy. But Ahmad was there to give like the softball questions to Jordan after every game and just yeah. throw him the big no one no one and I mean, hug him. Yeah, Jim you have Jim Gray, but he's not that he was the at the decision for LeBron, but he's been more of a guy that's been known to tick off Pete Rose at a Hall of Fame event, let alone. Yeah, he's a yeah. He's a, about, he's, a, he's, a, scoop. he's a gotcha. He's name? a gotcha uh, guy. Scoop, scoop Wilson, what's his scoop, name? Scoop Jackson. Scoop, yeah. No, no, no. The other guy. The 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 light skinned dude. What's his name? Oh yeah, uh, Stephen A. Smith. The curly he, head. He's an Allen Iverson he's guy. Out, yeah, he's out he's on the outs, man. Yeah. He was Iverson and Kobe. He hasn't been with anybody. Who's else. that new guy on ESPN? Not the new guy, yeah, but the curly haired guy yeah, he's a bro too. on ESPN. Light skinned cat. Yeah, I forgot his name. Uh he's the he's the guy. Then he have like some he's type the new of Ahmad Rashad role. Well, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, because you the know, dubious with, honor a little you know, bit. With the, with the NBA, it's different. With the NBA, seems like because you've got a uh, those guys are like prima donnas and they're real, real sensitive. So you have to stay cool with them. Like, hey, man, you know, you you can say you can't you can't say somebody's better than somebody else. You say like, well, you know, on any given night, um, whoever Damon Damon Jones can hit, you know, hit for fifty. But even you know, a, personal like or professional, Ma Rashad had that same role even off the camera because remember he was married to the uh, your girl from uh, the Cosby Show. Rashad. Yeah, so it was kind of like yeah, I'm sure she was kind of the the wore the pants in that relationship. So his entire life he kind of I don't that know because they divorced. Even though he was a good yeah. receiver for the Vikings. Yeah, he was. Hey, he was, Bobby. He was uh, Bobby was his name. Bobby Jackson was, was his real name. Bobby Jackson yeah, no, used to play for the Minnesota. Oh, Myra Shaw's real you name. Talking about, you talking about Minnesota? Nah, Myra Minnesota. Shaw's name was Bobby Taylor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he changed it. Like it was a Bobby Taylor? Uh, yeah, I'll find it. Bobby Jackson used to play for the Gophers. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Salisbury, North Carolina. Wore the socks up to his knees. I think it was, uh, was Bobby Taylor. He was cold, man. He's cold. Bobby Moore. Bobby Moore? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought his name was always Amara <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know that? Nah, man. I guess it wasn't a huge deal. It wasn't like Cassius Clay or Lou Alcindor. Little like known that. black history fact. When he was at Oregon, he was known as oh. Bobby Moore. Oregon. I think it was his second oh, yeah. year in the NFL he changed his name. Or second or third, I think it was. Well, it's safe to do in Oregon. Early 70s. You got to stay Bobby Moore in Oregon. You can't be Amara Rashad <laughs> in Oregon, I don't think. About the same time Lou Alcindor changed his, I think, is when he changed his name. 1972 kind of is when oh. he okay, changed yeah. his name. And Lou Alcindor changed, I think, in 71, 72, roughly as well. So Amara Rashad was like honorable mention. He was like jumping on he was jumping on Lou Alcindor's bandwagon. Like he was, <laughs> doing, it, he was, was doing it back then. I like Amara Rashad. <laughs> his mentor though. was Rashid Khalif, not not uh, confused with the rapper Khalif. Wiz Black Khalif. Panther. <laughs> Black Panther, right? Yeah, Rashid Khalif. Amara Rashad is militant. Not Wiz Khalif. Not Wiz Khalifa, yeah, nah. or whatever his name is. They, I don't listen to that stuff. They're, they're, degrading, they're degrading the names, man. But check it. What, I what compare a, a gentleman who helped lead the Black Panthers to the guy who did a song called Yellow. Let's not please confuse. Oh, Black and Yellow. <laughs> please don't confuse. <laughs> yeah, the it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's a crazy world out here. Macklemore's winning Grammys. It's crazy. But 
But check it. What 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 else is going on? What else, Carlo? What else caught your eye this week, Carlo? Uh, do you care about golf coming? What is it, Valhalla? Well, Tiger lost. Tiger so, lost. No. I thought he was going to win. I, said I know you had picked win. him to win. I, I think I picked the uh, the guy who won to win. I don't even know who it is. Roy it McElroy. Roy McElroy. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, man. He, he's on fire. He's. I mean, he's, you he's hear what? Did good. you hear what his dad did? Uh, he made you a guys bet about that a long time. His ago. dad made yeah. a bet when he was 15 years old that his son would win the when was it the British Open? The British Open within. 10 years. Yeah. And he did it right within the 10-year mark. Well, that's a good bet. he bat. only won 170000 though. It's a good bet because the kid is from, he's from, what is he from, Wales? He's from yeah. there. Yeah, he's so from yeah, that's a bet that he made there. It, yeah. Actually, uh, I it's heard like, that we need to get the lady from the betting agency on the phone. What? Who's the lady? I'll book her. Don't worry. I'll take her. Our bookie? Back. The one who booked it. Yeah, the his bookie. Book it. The dad's bookie. I'm going to get her book for next week. Yeah, let's do that. And talk about Roy McIlroy. 170000 but he made it 10 years ago. Wow, Roy. But from listening to her on a previous interview, she talks about all, all the weird bets that she gets. Like, people actually put bets down, like, as well, her son's going to be the president of the United States. Oh. Uh, people put bets down that her son's going to be the next prime minister. And I mean, it's all kind of crazy stuff. I mean, if it comes, that, you know. They, they filter through their uh, their bookie agency. If it comes, what, Lloyds of London or something? If it comes to, yeah, England's pretty big on betting. But if it comes to pass, it's a good bet. What about let's shift over to NBA. What about this? Uh, have you heard about James Harden? His quote. He's talking about him and Dwight Howard are the cornerstone of the Houston Rockets. I agree with that. And uh, everybody else are role players. What about Chandler Parsons? Man, he was a big deal. He had sixteen points a game. He's not there anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's in Dallas. So. so he's right. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> they, they, that's, that's, that's his. There's no Jeremy Lin either. Yeah, they lost a lot of pieces. So I don't they know need, how, but and, they, do they, they need one big super another they need superstar? somebody else because they were big losers another in free star. agency this year. Yeah, they didn't do anything. Blame it on the the ownership, man. What did you hear about the NBA wanting to go to uh, uh, FIFA style uh, playoff like the Premier League? Like you have, you've got the championship, you know, you, within it, and then you've got the tournament afterwards. Did you, you hear about that? Hear NBA, about huh. yeah, the NBA might consider that. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of games and a lot of. Because right now, really, really, you think about it, yeah. Because they're, what they're saying is, in it will make the games more intriguing, more competitive to um, so to have a tournament again? within the tournament. Okay, you got the FA like the FA Cup, right? Yeah. Over there with Barcelona, you got the uh, that's in the Spanish league, and you got the English Premier League, Manchester City, and all those guys. They've got a regular season, right? But they've got a regular season tournament within the regular season, and then. Who comes out of that is uh, you've got a regular season champion, and then you go to the tournament, and you got the tournament champion. Okay, they have two tournaments. They have the domestic cup and the and the FA Cup. It sounds like yeah. too many damn tournaments, one man. You just need one tournament to decide who the champion is. <laughs> All the tournaments within yeah. tournaments. It's reasons like this why soccer will always be in fourth place. I'm, confu- in I'm confused already, <laughs> yeah. man. Well, I mean, Adam Silver. I'm already, I'm already confused man. by soccer. I don't know. I don't. You know, I could. I, I watch it. People get together every four years to watch it. You know, I go out to the pubs and enjoy that atmosphere. But as far as really knowing what's going on, the only thing I know when I watch soccer is every time the person gets close to the goalie, everybody starts screaming. That's only in America, man. But every time they get close to the goalie. To the goal, they all, oh, everybody's screaming, but they never score. That's the only thing I see in, in that's, soccer. That's only if you watch the Flanagan's, <laughs> like during the World Cup and we're not going But we got to take a quick commercial break, Brandon Lawrence, and we'll be right back with Out of Bounds.
Hey y'all, we are back. Bringing in, bring being brought in by Mandrill, Fat City Strut. We just going to strut today, man. So we went it's from the, sis, the sissy what? The sissy strut. The sissy strut song down to Mandrill. Mandrill. Okay, all right, man. Man, Mandrill's cold, <laughs> man. You going seventies, eighties? They were cold, man. Cold as ice. Um, look, we start. We left off talking about. I don't even know what. Basketball, football, whatever. We left off talking about that. We're gonna introduce our topic because the inside man is on the line, straight from Charlotte, Salisbury, North Carolina, um, by way of Chester, South Carolina, and he wants to talk about what everybody's been talking about. Man, it's NFL news. It was inside man. What's what's the deal with Tony Dungy and Michael Sam? Man, what, what are they beefing for, man? Hey, first of all, hello, guys. How y'all, man? What's up, brother? Yo. What's going on, man? I tell you, I'm like a fan thing. It's, it's coming out in the news, but I just feel like it's being blown up more blown up more than what it should be because I don't know if people had a chance to read in on it or understand what's going on with it. You know, it was a, it was a reporter out of Tampa by the name of Mike Furrier who um, Tony Dungeon did an interview with about maybe about seven, eight weeks ago. It was a while ago. And, you know, he just waited till now to, you know, bring the story up, I guess, because it's training camp to have something to talk about or something to do. But I really feel like, you know, it's only done to the guy he is. Um, and just, you know, the character that we have, he he really didn't mean nothing major by it. He was just saying that he gave his honest opinion, which he's entitled to, that, you know, he don't feel like he would have drafted him because, he didn't want to deal with all the media and all the hoopla that comes from come, comes from it. He meant no no malice by it. He even you know, I heard him yesterday talking on the um, Dan Patrick show where he talked about you know a question was asked for do you feel like you need to reach out to him and he said you know I never thought about it but it's something I need to do because he, he even went on to say that he he would have coached him but he don't think he would have dra- drafted him. So I was kind of torn by those two statements like. He would have coached him, but he don't think he would have drafted him. And that's two different things, you know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't think he really meant nothing about it. Um, a lot of people thought that it had something to do with Tony Dungy's faith. And, you know, Tony Dungy, he's come across as a very religious religious guy. And, um, you know, it had nothing to do with his faith. It just, you know, just his honest opinion. You know, like we, we all have opinions. We can sit up every day and say what I have drafted him, what you have drafted him. With Carlo, I drafted him. You know, all of us might have different opinions. So that's that's what I think. That's what I think on that subject. And you know, just something that that most writers try to do get get a story to get people to buy and read it. But this here happened almost two months ago. And why is it just coming up now? Why do you well, also think it's coming up well, now? Because Spain camp. Well, inside man, you you're a, you're a Pittsburgh guy, and Tony Dungy comes from that yeah. from that from that mold, that background. He's won a won a Super Bowl with Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. I mean, isn't yeah. this just mm-hmm. isn't this kind of like the Steelers' way? I mean, is they're conservative, no no drama type of team, you know, fit in with the program that type of thing. What's wrong with what he? I mean, it's just he's sticking with what his uh, pedigree is, right? 
and and that's true. You know, he was brought up under the tutelage of um, Chuck Nall. You know, he played under Chuck Nall, the defensive secondary. I mean, he went on to, um, you know, coach the Indianapolis Colts and did some did some great things. And he just, you know, he, he like like to say, Brandon, he he's not with all the drama and this and that. And you know, he, even in the Steelers organization, you know, they, they're not going to put up put up with things like that. You know, they. That's the reason why players like Antonio Holmes is not in Pittsburgh. You know, let me you know, this, he was Mike. a great talent when he left. He was coming up. Go ahead, Carlos. Let me ask you this. So it, I'm going I'm I'm to ask the Skip Bayless question. <laughs> so how is it he's going to be against the media coverage for Michael Sam, but he was said he would have – and he was a mentor to Michael Vick, but he would have took the media uh, pressure coming from Michael Vick if he was still coaching. He said he would have signed Mike in a heartbeat. So what's the difference there? Is it because Michael was already an iconic figure and already proven? Or, I mean, it's still a lot of media well, coverage. I, People love dogs a lot. <laughs> you know, you, you, got a, you got a good point, Carlo, but I think it's two, it's not really two different situations. You're talking about, you know, something, Michael Vick committed a crime. You know what I'm saying? When you commit a crime, that's different than someone coming out and making history in the NFL saying that they're, they're gay. They never had something like that come out. You know, it's been talked that there's plenty players was in the NFL, but nobody never really came out and said that they was gay. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it like this here. It's a lot of people that have been committed crimes in the NFL that has been given a second chance that coaches have worked with them. And, you know, at the time when Michael Vick was going through what he was going through, it seemed like everybody was down on Michael Vick. And Tony Dungy was saying to try to be a, try to be a mentor to um, Michael Vick. And I think um, that's why he spent so much time with Michael Vick. I'm um, just trying to let him see that, hey, you know, you're, you're a young male. I got a lot in front of you. And, you know, and he succeeded with it. You know, Michael Vick was the only guy, I think, to ever make $100 million and lose $100 million and win again. <laughs> you know, for in the NFL. So I think those are two different situations. That's the way I would think he would look at it. But, you know, no, no malice. He, you know, I really enjoyed listening to the interview with him yesterday on the Dan Patrick Show. He, he, he really wants to reach out to Michael Sam because, you know, he don't want nobody in, you know, the gay community to start thinking that he don't, you know, that he's against what they're doing. He just spoke his honest opinion. He didn't back down from it. He just said, you know, I never said anything bad about him. This was even before he even got drafted, you know what I'm saying? But the, the guy just yeah. decided to print the story now. So that's the way I look at it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I looked at it as being a business decision. And um, Michael Sam, you know, whether whether uh, he, he likes what Tony Dungy said or not, he's going to need all the support he can get. And if Tony Dungy is willing to lend his, his support to the young man, I think he'd be wise to take it because, uh, you know, and, and Tony Dungy's already proven that, you know, he doesn't hold a grudge and he's uh, he's been through a lot himself. And, um, you know, he, he's always willing to help. You're right, Brandon. You know, on the flip side of that, you know, I also heard some of the comments that Michael Sam said when he was, you know, when he was brought up with Tony Dungy. I said, you know, he was he was a stand-up guy. And he said, you know, hey, I got a lot of respect for Tony Dungy. The first thing he said, he said, I have a lot of respect for Tony Dungy. He's entitled to his opinion. You know, and I, have, I have a lot of respect for him. He left it at that. You know, I guess Michael Sam know that there's going to be some people that's for him and there's going to be some people that's against him. And, you know, and we all know there's going to be something that probably come about, something that come about, you know what I'm saying? Because you got some, some people that just don't, you know, 
just not with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So I, I look at it like this. I wish the guy much, much success. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if he makes the team, man, because, you know, he was drafted, like, what, real, real late. And a lot of, you know, what's interesting, what I, what I want to get y'all take on, do you do y'all feel like that um, Roger Goodell kind of reached out to the Rams and asked them to draft um, Michael Sam, being that he's a hometown kid, because the Rams had a few seventh round picks that they didn't, they didn't had a couple of seventh round picks that they didn't, they didn't take him. So a lot of people felt Roger Goodell needed this to happen, so the NFL wouldn't look like they're um, discriminating. So you know that's kind of interesting question that I heard yesterday. So I don't know. Do you think that? Do you, Carlo? Yeah, I think that's, the f- that's possible. Or? The fact that he was the the well, the defensive player of the year. Yeah, I mean, he, no other no yeah. other defensive player of the year has been drafted that late in the history of the game. By default, though, he was defensive player of the year. By default, you can't be defensive player of the year and in the SEC by default in the football. Clowney got triple team, man. He, he played with yeah. sports. Clowney only played three games. He played with sports hernia. He didn't play, and he, he, was, and he didn't play hard. <laughs> he hard. Both teams <laughs> played hard. So you, but, so you say by what, Brandon? You say by default. He won by, he won by default, man. You saw the kid play, man. So, he he so, made some so, big plays. So why, why, do you say by, why do you say by default? Because Clowney had a what? Sports hernia? He had a sports hernia. Clowney had a sports hernia. He got triple team. Like you had, but you had other players, too. Brandon, you, look at, you had other the players. The fact is the SEC. Ha-ha, Clint Dix. Ha-ha, yeah. Clint Dix. He was a first rounder. Ha-ha, you know what I'm saying? Ha-ha, really, really should have won. He put up the numbers. Ha ha! I should have won. I mean, here's here's another question though. His maybe this goes back to college, man. Maybe the conspiracy goes back further. Maybe he won the SEC Player of the Year because they knew he was gay. Because remember, his it wasn't like he just came out. He came out to his team. Well, early in the season, season, nobody else knew outside the locker room. Ah, come on, man. Except Vito. Except those fifty guys in there. Yeah. Yeah, those, hey man, it's, this is between us fifty guys, and that's it. And the coaches, and my, the players' girlfriends, and you know the trainer, and you know who else, whoever else. Well, no, did you watch? Did, you, did anybody watch the ESPYS? Huh? You, anybody watch the ESPYS? He they, he got some like type of lifetime achievement award at the ESPYS, the Arthur Ashe Award. Did he kiss somebody else? No. Nah. <laughs> But he he, gave, he cried. They, that's right. No, they, they did. He, a, cries, they, they, he cries more than Dick Vermeil, man. They did. They did like a nice little, uh, you know, documentary on. I man, he came from a rough background, man. He had it rough. And I saw that. everybody did. Yeah, he did. He had it real rough, man. He did. You, he did come from a rough background, and you know, and I saw that documentary. And his coach, they they did a great job, I think, of keeping it in house. You know, it's, it's all about when you when you when you play football or any kind of thing that you're in, and you you have your your group of guys, that's what, what they call a fraternity. You know, right. you have your fraternity come to you all, you know, and I say, hey, you know, Carlo, you know, we're in the same fraternity. If I come to Carlo and say, Carlo, keep this between us, I got faith in Carlo because that's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like those guys that the coach talked to and said, hey, this, need, this don't need to go out of out of the building. You know, we're going to see how close the team we is. We are. And I think that that brought those guys together and helped them win the, the SEC championship because they, they felt like they could trust one another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. it never got out. It never got out. Yeah. I, we don't. We. I, I don't know, man. I. I. I'm. I think it's hard to keep a secret among fifty people. But what you know? Here, here's the thing. 
If and we're gonna we're gonna open this up. We're gonna open it up. 502-384-1450 on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. 502-384-1450 on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. If you're stuck in traffic, give us a call. If you're listening to your tuning app and uh have downloaded 1450 WXVWAM, give us a call. Let us know what you think about this Tony Dungy uh Michael Sam thing. Is it much ado about nothing? Um uh, or, or you know, or do do you? Is, I mean, that's pretty much what uh, the inside man believes. Um, you know, let us know what you think. Five zero two three three eight four fourteen fifty. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna tell you, man. You know, I wish the guy, like you said, I wish the guy the best. He was drafted real, real late. Um, he's, you know, I mean, how much of a chance does he really have? He's undersized, and nobody's even really talking about the Rams. Have one of the best defensive lines in the in the in the NFL, man. It's going to be hard to crack that lineup. It's going to be hard the to make that team. Line in the NFL, you one of you, you got a great force. Yeah, are you serious? They are one of the great lines. But you got to look at it like this: this. They are one of the great lines, Brandon. You got a good point. You know, you got Michael Blockers. You got you got uh, Chris Long, man. Um, Long, Chris Long. You got you got some ballers though. Quinn. Quinn. But the yeah. Thing is, you know, even if he don't crack the fifty, the fifty-two man roster, he can always make the practice squad. You know, they keep so many players yeah, in the practice squad that if someone do get hurt, they can move them up. And if they get on the practice squad, somebody can claim them off waivers. You know, that's true. You know, if nobody don't claim them off, so you know he have the opportunity is there for him. Um, I just feel like I feel like if he had not, my, my personal opinion, I feel like he had not came out and exposed his sexuality. I feel like he would have maybe went fourth or fifth round. That's, yeah, I, I truly believe that in my heart yeah. that if he wouldn't have came out and exposed it, but you know what? Big ups to the guy, man. How many how many people would have done that? You know, how many people would have done that? So my, my thing is, I just I wish him well. Um, it's not my choice whether he make the team or not, but if he go out there and perform in preseason and they don't hold no kind of bias and they they uh put the best fifty two players on the team as he. Uh, we succeed, why not give him a shot? Yeah, hey man, give give him a well, shot. Give him a shot, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Every, and no, nothing beats speaking nothing beats the chance. What? Yeah, what? speaking of the NFL, um, I don't know if y'all already touched on this, man, but you know what? What I'm more what I'm more kind of torn up about is the, the Ray Rice incident because I feel like you know Roger Goodell is sending mixed signals, man. You know, you you can't take a player like Josh Gordon and suspend him for 16 games. Take a player like Justin Black and spend him for 16 games for marijuana, but you get somebody that, you know, we live in a world in the country where domestic violence in the United States is something serious. You know, what what kind of message are you sending? What, what do y'all think about that? A two game suspension for Ray Rice? Is it good enough or no, not? I, yeah, we talk. About, I, yeah, we I think talk it should about. be a lot. Uh, it should be more. It should be longer. But I think uh, not. Not trying to defend Ray Rice. I, I bashed him earlier in the show. But if you look at those other two guys, those were habitual offenders. So this is like really his yeah, first time that we point. know of getting caught up with some uh, mischievous so, behavior. Yeah. So it's like a dog bite case. You get one free bite, <laughs> yeah. one, one free punch. Yeah, Carlos, you got a good, you, you got a good point, man. You got a good point. You know, and I, I kind of thought of that too. I said, you know, when you, these guys have constantly gotten in trouble, and you know, I just Justin Blackman and Josh Gordon. I really, I really, I really, really pray that someone. Grab those young men and, and sit them down and try to talk some sense to them because they're throwing a bright future away. You know, a bright future away. 
But um, I'm excited yeah. about football, man. It's football season. Forty three days to right kick off. Okay, we're gonna be talking every Wednesday about football. <laughs> I, I hope I'll be talking good about Philip. We gonna you we gonna talk about football, but let's let's switch it up. Let's switch it up a little bit. Let's switch it up to basketball, man. Because right now, okay, what does it look like? It looks like LeBron James is just saying, "Look, let's raid the Miami Heat of all their three point shooters." And but well, I think no, 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 no. Is he going? To, Ray hold, Allen hold was contemplating retirement. He was contemplating. Miller retirement. was with Memphis last year. He wasn't with Miami. Well, James Jones was with Miami. Oh yeah, but he and Mike Miller used to play with, with Miami Mike, last year. Mike Miller, James Jones, James Jones, James Jones. James Jones was with Miami. Mike Miller wasn't. Yeah, so I said well, James, James Jones, Jones was. was um, James Jones was with Miami yeah, last year. Jones. Mike Miller yeah, he wasn't. Didn't play much Mike Miller wasn't. Mike Miller didn't play too much either. He's he's injured or whatever. But now what I was yeah. saying was, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, what I was saying was, Kevin Love, man. I think that if if LeBron James, LeBron James is pretty much run the – he should be in the front office. He should be getting another check because he's running the Cleveland Cavaliers front office. He, they've, given his, they've given him carte blanche, it looks like. But he's, got, he's still got one more thing to pull off. If he doesn't pull off the uh, biggest thing this offseason, which would be getting Kevin Love, It'll be off or not, man. Because if the Bulls come in and sneak and sneak uh, sneak attack and get Kevin Love out from under the Cleveland, I, Cleveland Cavaliers, is over with. I think Wiggins is going to be a for star. Cleveland. For I for think, who? For I, Cleveland? I, I think the only way he can be a star if he's not under LeBron James. You think so? Yeah. Why? I don't know, man. I, you watch him in summer league. He's pretty. Explosive. Oh, he's cold, man. He's cold. Yeah, he makes. I mean, everything he gets is off of fast, fast breaks and broken plays. He can't really create anything. Yeah. So, but, well, that'll be good for him. That'll be good for him. Yeah, cause, uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I still think at the end of the day, Kevin Love is probably going to end up in, in Cleveland. I don't, I don't so? know why I think it's going to end up in Cleveland. I think Cleveland, I think Cleveland is going to, you know, break down and give them Wiggins, which I, you know, which I wouldn't do if I was them. But I think they're going to give them Wiggins and whatever they need to try to acquire Kevin Love. Well, let's know? take so this. What we're going to do? If we're going to if they don't, you got to look at it like they said. They got to get something for them. If not. Somebody needs to be fired in the front office. You don't let Kevin Love become a free agent. And hey, we're going to get, get – He's going to go somewhere anyway. It's our man. We're going to get – we know you're excited about it and passionate about it. We're going to get to that. We're going to keep with that on the other side of the break right after these messages out of bounds. And we're back, y'all. Payback. Hey, we still got the inside man on there? Is he gone? Inside man still there? Inside man. Hello? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, we got inside man. Hey, we got a special guest on. He's going to talk about some boxing. Mayweather, Maydonna, my, Maydonna, whoever. We're going to, uh, hey, man, you got any last, last, last parting shots? I just want to say, man, hey, varsity football really starts tomorrow and the NFL kicks off because the Steelers report the training camp. <laughs> Peace, love, and happiness. Take care, guys. All right, man. Thanks as always. Our man, the inside man, the best inside man 
in the business. The greatest Carlo. inside scoop. All right, on the line, we got the baddest welterweight in the tri-state area. Chris Curtis, you there? What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on, Curtis? But look, I was going tell everybody you the baddest welterweight in the whole tri-state area when it comes to boxing in them hands, man. So it's a pleasure. a pleasure to have you on, man, to get some get a real boxing expert's opinion on what's going down on September the thirteenth at the MGM Grand Hotel Casino in Las Vegas when Floyd Mayweather steps to the plate and fights Marcus Marcos Madonna part two. So do you think this is a fight that should even happen again? Like in my opinion, me being a boxing guy, I felt that Floyd Mayweather did enough in the first fight not to have a rematch. See, I mean, this this is what I think. It's a little different. I think it's a fight that needs to happen just because he did enough to win that fight, and I scored it for Mayweather. But, man, this is the first time. The, I mean, when was the last time you actually saw Floyd look human? Jose Luis Castillo. And how long ago was that? Yeah, it was that a long was time ago. Years Almost ago. 20 years ago. So this, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, Castillo is not obviously going to come out of nowhere and uh, challenge Floyd again. So at this point, you know, nobody wants to see Floyd fight. Robert Garcia again. Not Robert Garcia, but uh, Robert Guerrero again. Like, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see Floyd fight Camelo again. Like, it was, I mean, those were two fights that, you know, these prospects got exposed badly. But the one guy out of everyone, you know, who would have thought would be Maidana actually, you know, shows that chink in his armor. And, yeah, Floyd made those adjustments. You know, he, he did enough to win that fight. But as a Floyd fan, man, you know, my heart stopped for a few for a little bit, a couple of those rounds. Where I'm like, oh, man, don't, you know, don't get cut. Don't get beat up. And this is the first time in a long time, man, we've all, anyone has seen, you know, Floyd honestly struggle a little bit. And for somebody who, you know, Floyd's always so concerned about being the best ever and having that legacy, this is something you can't just walk away from. Because people are always going to say, you know, well, what if you give him another chance? And then there was the glove controversy. Yep. So, you know, that's, that's going to hang over it as well. So, you don't want to have an asterisk next to that when you want to be the best ever. So he has he has to do it. I'm glad you brought that up. So are they going to go with Marcos's uh, glove size this fight? Have they talked about that yet? Because that, that was something that Mar- yeah. Marcos Madonna's count uh, pointed out. I've seen, I've seen a lot of uh, different stuff on it back and forth. Um Last I saw, Madonna was like, you know, I'll use whatever gloves doesn't matter. But I think they were petitioning to have use his own glove. But uh, Floyd's really, I mean, Floyd's really adamant about having a what, what, what gloves? What gloves are those? I can't remember offhand. I'm not but, sure. But uh, he's really adamant about about having his own gloves. You know, he had a history of hand problems. He's broken his yeah. hand a lot of times in the past, and uh, he swears by these gloves. He's hey, really he's a champion. So he, actually, he's a champion. He should be able to make that type of decision, and he should be able to pick whatever gloves they need for the second fight. He's the money draw. Yeah, see that. I mean, and that's and that's where the asterisk next to Floyd Mayweather's name will always be in some fans because yeah, he is a champion, and he could possibly be you know the best the best ever. But at the same time, when you have all the cards and you like you impose that you know you impose those restrictions on people, it's always going to be yeah he won, but. He did this, but I mean, like that's—it's it's kind of one of those. It's—it's it's, it's the issue of being in control to where it's always going to give the naysayers something to latch onto. So I mean, honestly, I would—I would let Madonna use his own gloves firstly. Like it was just me. Just to prove I, the point. I honestly don't think. I mean, he—he's going to have to because if, if the same thing happens again, the last fight, everybody was like, "Oh man, Floyd came so close to losing, but he won." But Madonna wasn't using his gloves. So it's just one. It's the first fight had so many of those little asterisks behind it. Like, 
you can't have it this time. This time, I honestly feel he has to go out there. He's got to win. It's got to be definitive. I got like, one. It could have. I mean, uh, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say, I got one person that you said that there wasn't anybody out there for him to fight. There is one person I think that's out there. And his name is Sean Porter. Don't say Con. Sean oh. Porter, 24 and 0. Nothing but brute power. Yeah, I knew that was going to come up. He's been dominating. I, knew that. I mean, that's the guy I think that people should be afraid of who's on the up and up in the what's division right now. That, definitely. That's that's going to be – I mean, Porter, that's, uh, I knew that was going to come up. And that's a scary, scary man. I mean, he's got so much freaking power. The only thing is, though, um, a lot, I mean, honestly, outside of the hardcore fans, and the regulars, who actually knows his name? Now? That's a good point. But we just made the whole tri-state area know who Sean Porter was. <laughs> well, I mean, they need they need to know, man. Like, especially even if you're a casual fan, man, look up Sean Porter. I mean, dude is a scary, scary dude, and I mean, he, he he's gonna be a, he's gonna be you know most of the time champion. Like, mark my words on it. He's just scary, scary dude. But right now, man, Floyd's fighting for money. And I mean, like, look at a uh, look what happened last time. Like when he fought Guerrero. He, it wasn't, you know, Guerrero really, we, people knew of Robert Guerrero, but they really didn't know who he was. And it wasn't that big of a high ticket fight. Mm-hmm. So what has he done since then? Like the Canelo and everything else, he's there to make money. And the fight with Madonna made a lot of money and a lot of people have already lost that fight. So can you imagine just based on the Floyd haters alone, how many people are going to pay for that pay-per-view? That's a good point, man. Like It's, it's not going to be yeah. Good. This, it's it, it, it's smart business on Floyd's part. Like, yeah, you 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 have to be the in that in the definitive way. And on top of that, that's a lot of money to be made in that fight. Once again, we're joined by Christopher Curtis, the baddest welterweight in boxing and also MMA. We're about to close out here in a minute, Chris. What's what's coming up next for you? Are you are you fighting Pitbull? Oh. Who's next? Are you are you fighting the Pitbull? <laughs> no, nah, Christmas money's not fighting me. But uh, I actually got a fight coming up. Uh, I'm doing I'm having an MMA fight coming up on September 13th. Uh huh. Alvin was at Valparaiso, Indiana. Fighting a five and zero kid, man. He's undefeated. Got some uh, good experience. So there's one more name to add to the list, man. If I can keep going up there and uh, one step closer to getting that nice receipt money, so when are we gonna get you in the boxing? Back in the boxing ring. That's that's where I think that you you, you shine the best is in the boxing ring. I mean, when can we you get a big time boxing fight here in, in Louisville? Well, I mean, I'm, I want to. I'm hoping or to Cincinnati. do something actually around December. I'm having this. I'm hoping to do something around December, man. I've got a. You know, I've actually been working with my boxing my boxing coach every day, like the last, okay. you know, whatever. We uh, we uh, I'm, I'm in camp right now, and we doubled right. up my boxing. So, hey, we got to close out, oh, man. Too, thanks, man. we got to close out, man. The show's about to end. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'll be in touch, man. We're gonna get together soon. No problem, man. Thanks for having me, Brandon Lawrence. That's Christopher Curtis. He's the bad. I'm telling you, he's bad man. I'm gonna look him up, he's man. He's bad. Seriously, I'm gonna look him up. I believe he sounds like he is, and he gets I passionate mean. about it. He's he, you know, he calls guys out and everything, man. Yeah, he said something about Christmas money. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about that out there. But this man right here is bad. He's going to take us out. James Brown. Y'all go check out that new James Brown biopic. The same dude that played in Jackie Robinson. That's in 42. But look, for me, for Carlo Kellum, which is your man Brandon Lawrence, out of bounds. Check us out next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Tell all your friends, download the TuneIn app, 1450WXVWAM. Kate!